You're listening to the Melrose Place podcast, where we rewatch, recap, and analyze every episode of the hit 90s TV show Melrose Place. I'm Dan Hill. And I'm Jenny Hill. Let's get started. I don't know. Because Billy's in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Episode number seven, My Way. Directed by Bethany Rooney. Uh, This aired August 19th, 1992. And uh, interesting enough, this episode reintroduces um, the baby storyline. And she directed Leap of Faith, where the baby was announced. Good observation. Yes. Thank you. So, how do we start here? Well, first thing, I want to point out in the credits, one thing that I noticed this time around, when Billy is walking down the street in the opening credits, there's a guy that he passes, and he like reaches out and like touches the guy. And the guy sort of tries to pull away. <laughs> It's something that it's like a little a little Easter egg in the opening credits. So next time you watch the show, look out for it. It's pretty funny. Watch Billy try to make a friend on the side of the road. <laughs> there are a lot of crotch shots. A lot of crotch shots. And they get like I think that they added some additional scenes to this one. That's what I always say. <laughs> no, I swear this time. <laughs> no, it's nothing new from the from the from the last. No, no, no. Three. Because after the first, like, there's a little teaser, and then there's like another sequence of crotch shots. Oh, but but I I think it's like it's some of the same insert shots from from the yeah, opening because I see the the snakeskin boots are, yeah, are yeah, there yeah. again. Guys, watch <laughs> out for the crotch shots. Also, Jake. In the opening, he he pulls up on the motorcycle to a three-minute loading zone. <laughs> he's that, such a rebel, and he's like, I don't care about loading zones. Yeah, he's just a badass. He's like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm taking off my jacket, too. Well, after the credit sequence happens, we open on a screaming mouth. Yeah. And the camera pans out and we see it is Sandy. Yeah, she's at an audition for uh, what looks like a slasher film. And from like the second the scream happened, I, in my head, I was like, a light bulb went off. And I was like, yep, I remember this one. I definitely remember this one. Mm. So she's at, she's at an audition and she's asked to, with like three people, uh, there's an Asian director and she seems to be a little pushy. And she's like, okay, scream again. And like, uh, they definitely VO'd the, the scream for Sandy. Really? Yeah, that's not her, that's not her screaming. I don't know. No, that's definitely not her screaming. 
So after that, we go over to Billy and Allison's place, and that's where we learn that the paper that Billy was writing for went under. Who would have thunk it? He's out of a job. He probably couldn't pump enough stories out there. He kept making mistakes. Well, Allison cleaned out their apartment, and Billy is upset that his short story written on a cocktail napkin was thrown out as well. Yeah, and it's like, Allison... At this moment in time is Billy's mother. She really acts like that. She is his mom. She's always telling him like to clean his coffee cup. What to and do. He, he, she gets involved in his love life. Yeah, and he's like, oh, Allison, did you throw away my, my homework? <laughs> Come on. So Allison's going out the door to work. And the phone is ringing, and she assumes it's work calling, and um, the machine gets it. And on the message, we hear Billy's mom saying that they're going to be celebrating Billy's dad in Palm Springs that weekend, and that he's got to bring Allison. Right. And then are we? Then do we jump to Michael and Jane? Yes, we do. They are. There. Michael is hella excited, full like baby planning. He's, like, trying to measure out his room and, and see, like, uh, where the crib can go. And uh, he, he puts a little too much elbow grease in it, and he ends up hurting his ankle. And it's, like, very overly acted. Very ah, slapstick. Ooh, ah, oh, oh. <laughs> so, Jane and Michael are off to the hospital. Yeah, and... Um, that's when we go over to D&D, and uh, Allison is hard at work answering phone call after phone call, and Billy shows up. Why is she back to the phones? That's a good question. The last the last time, she was like head exec, rocking the, the ideas for for the sunscreen Now she's, she's a phone jockey. She's, I think she got a snazzy new earpiece, and that's it. Maybe. She's back to, please hold, please hold. Please hold. <laughs> so Billy shows up with a bouquet of flowers, and that's when Allison is like, look, I know that you're coming here because you want something from me, or you've done something wrong. Which is it? Yeah, carnations. Well, he says, I, I know you love roses, and she's like, Billy, these are carnations. Billy, those are carnations. <laughs> I'm like, whatever, Allison. So he, Billy says, I'm just coming here to apologize for the way that I talked to you this morning, and I wanted to invite you to come to Palm Springs to my dad's big birthday party. Right. Everybody's going to be there. My sisters, my parents' friends. It's a big thing. They do it every year in Palm Springs, and they want me to bring a friend. And they're really hammering it home that Billy has no friends other than Allison. <laughs> you know, that is something I was thinking, too. Like, why are you asking Allison? You just moved in with her two weeks ago. And they said, just bring a friend. Like, any friend. <laughs> Billy, do you have anybody else that you could ask? It's Allison. It is Allison. Um... Then we're off to Shooters, and Shooters is extraordinarily packed in this show. Oh, it's very busy. Shooters is bumping, Sandy's delivering beers, and then uh, Jake swoops in and he's like, oh, I'll have this one. And <laughs> just grabs it off the tray. It's like, Jake, I love you. You're just in the bar stealing beers. <laughs> You're Jake is Dan's man. spirit animal. Jake is awesome. Those beers were definitely for another table. 
And Jake Not took anymore. It. Yeah. <laughs> and Sandy goes on to tell Jake that she had a bad audition. She doesn't feel as though it went very well. She's waiting on the call back. Yeah, and Jake tells Sandy that she's beautiful because he's always flirting with her. Mm-hmm. And Rhonda shows up and um, Sandy asks, did anybody call? And Rhonda tries to fake her out. But it does come out that she did get a call back and seems like she got the role. Right, right. So where do we go next? Um, Billy, of course, doesn't give Allison the full story here. So we're in Palm Springs. And we're off to Palm Springs. Uh, Billy's running around. They meet the parents, and then uh, before they, right before they get to the door, Billy lays on some important information that Allison is supposed to act like his, his girlfriend. And nobody else is going to be there. It's just Allison and Billy and Billy's parents. Right. And do you, do you think that those parents were the same parents of the nightmare? <laughs> Okay, I have a lot of stuff to say about these parents. He had the nightmare on a a few episodes (laughs) back. The nightmare, they looked like they were like in their 70s. Yeah. And not that they're any younger. They might be 70s-ish. They might be. Maybe, I don't know. Billy's dad looks like James Lipton from the actor studio and acts exactly <laughs> like him too. But it definitely isn't. Just watching this, I'm like, how are those your parents? So we're back to Rhonda and Sandy's apartment and Sandy is trying to learn her lines. Um, Rhonda's trying to choreograph a new uh, dance sequence, but her music is disturbing Sandy. And she asks Rhonda to please do that elsewhere. The phone rings and Sandy says, don't answer it. Or Yeah, uh, there's this moment where they are explaining what call waiting is. And for anyone who doesn't know what call waiting is, I don't know who who exactly our listening audience is, but... Uh, back in the day, there were phone lines, and on those phone lines, you had two lines. So if a call came through while you were talking to someone, you'd get a little boop, and then you could just click over, hang up real quick. I mean, they have that on cell phones now. I mean, I think people know what call waiting is. Right, but it's not called call waiting. You just get another call on the the phone. The luxury here was a lot of people in the early 90s did not have call waiting, and they made the distinction that, but we have call waiting, so if somebody is beeping in, you can answer it. Right. I think that was the 90s moment there that... And then they Sandy, were cool because they had it. But then Sandy's like, well, sometimes you can't click over fast enough and the person leaves. Because when, when you would call someone and they had call waiting, the phone, like the dial tone would ring different on the other side. You could tell. It still does that on cell phones. I don't, does it? Yes, it does. Really? If you're calling somebody and they're talking on the phone, it goes, ring, beep. It does a beep at the end. Wait, how does it go? Ring, beep. It what really, is the ring? Ring, beep. Okay. 
I'm done. You're weird. I'm done. So we're back in Palm Springs, and uh, Billy's parents say that they are so happy to meet his girlfriend, Allison. And that's when we find out the layers of the lie that Billy has told. Billy lies all the time. Yeah, and not only is Allison his supposed girlfriend, but she works at a literacy agency where... Literary. Literary. Not a literacy. (laughs) Billy can't read. <laughs> Billy may not know how to read. <laughs> um, I matter because I can't read. <laughs> Allison, he says that Allison works for a literary agency, agency and th- that's how they met. Was because Allison read Billy's script and fell in love with it, and then that just prompted her to have to meet the man behind the words, right? And that's what started their relationship, and that's why they're living together. So let's take a second here. Let's step back and think about what who Billy Campbell up to this point is. Billy is a terrible roommate. Agreed. He uh, brings girls home for days. That he meets that day. Right. So he, he puts people in jeopardy. He oversteps his boundaries with the two dates that Allison has had. He has overstepped. Um, he can't hold a job. And this, the next layer is he is a pathological liar. Well, and then when Allison confronts him and is like, why would you do that? You totally tricked me. He says, you should be flattered that I'm pretending that you're my girlfriend. Yeah, what is wrong with you? <laughs> it is like psycho tendencies. Like, like the character Billy, you're the worst. <laughs> you're... You're not a good person. You're just not a good guy. Yeah, I think that he just skates through with his little boyish charm. If you're Allison, up to the, like, <laughs> you do not trust anything Billy says. Anything. You can't. You absolutely, I don't think he's told the truth once in this, well, in this series. he does, like, fess up at the end of a lot of episodes, but I, if you look at it on paper, it really doesn't look good for Billy. It really doesn't. No. But I, I just don't want to hang out with him. <laughs> <laughs> he lies habitually. Well. He tells all his friends he's going to go bungee jumping, and he chickens out. He didn't lie. He just, like, he, he legit he chickened out. Yeah. I don't, I mean, Billy... We're not friends at, at this point. Okay, I'm out we with, get it. I'm you hanging don't, out with Jake. Me and Jake are going to steal beers. You don't like Billy. Uh, Billy reveals to Allison that he made a promise to his dad that he would consider taking on the family business only after he spent one year trying to become an author. And if that did not work out, he would then give the family business a try. So he is kind of using Allison as a diversion because it's been about a year. He's thinking that his dad is going to bring up him taking over the family business, but he thinks if he has a girlfriend with him that maybe he won't think to ask about the little deal that they made the previous year. Yeah, it's just so juvenile, to just so short-sighted to, to think that this is going to work. So bad. Yeah, so they're eating dinner as a family, and Billy's mom is, like, going on about how she has a gift with sauces. And Billy's dad says that he has a gift of being a salesperson. 
And um, he wants to know how long is it going to be before Billy makes a living with writing? And he asks Allison that for her expert opinion because she is a literary agent or whatever. Yeah, I didn't follow this whole scene well. I just, I, I, don't, I don't know. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> engaged. I was not engaged. Well, the whole time I'm just sitting there like, how is this supposed to be Billy's dad? He is, like, he is James, he is in the actor's studio right now. My note here is just dinner. It's just the word dinner. <laughs> Okay, so we bounce on back over to Sandy and Rhonda's apartment, and the casting director called Sandy to invite her to a big party in the Hollywood Hills, and um, she's getting ready for her big date and going out for the party. And Rhonda's hella jealous. (laughs) You can tell, yeah. Super jealous. Well, it doesn't, like, help that Sandy's wearing Rhonda's dress without asking. Yeah, the get 'em dress that's now been that's now been garnished by like four people on Melrose and has not yet been returned to Jane's boutique. Right, and there's a knock on the door, and Sandy thinks it's her date coming to pick her up, and she asks Rhonda to go answer the door for her. But lo and behold, it's the thoughtful Mancini's with balloons and a cake. So they're there to celebrate Sandy getting this role. And um, you can tell the moment that Sandy realizes it's her friend, she's disappointed. And they're coming in with the balloons. They're wanting to get the cake going. And she tells them that they have to leave. Yeah. And I mean, to be honest, I get this. I don't. What? I get it. You you, get that? Yeah. If you, you know, somebody, somebody from this movie is coming over to pick her up. And then they are surprised having like a party because she got the part. I get it. She doesn't want to look like look like a rookie, you know? It's like, yeah, I get parts. Let's let's move on. You guys are my neighbors. You know? Yeah, but it's like, a, let's be neighbors. It's a big deal for her. They're more than neighbors, they're her friends. And at the end of the day, your relationships you have with friends are far more important than right. what you could do in your like industry. But look, she's she's clearly getting ready to go out. So it's like, oh, thanks guys. Okay, I still have to get ready to go out. I get it. I don't know. I think she could have done it in a more delicate way. Yeah, but like she was rushing to get ready. And what? We're going to sit down and eat cake? Well, anyway. I'm going to a party. You could tell that her friends were a little upset because she's trying to rush them out and she's rude about it. Yeah, I guess. But they're kind of rude just for stopping by. You know, you got to plan those parties. No. Okay, agree to disagree. So, Allison brought... Her ugly ass blue and star robe <laughs> all the way from L.A. to Palm Springs. Well, you're jumping ahead a little bit. I know whenever Billy's on screen in Palm Springs, you zone out. You're not, <laughs> you are not even paying attention. But um, we find Billy's dad puffing a cigar on the back patio and Billy joins him. I thought his dad was asleep. <laughs> When he Wait, walked out there. What? He was actively smoking a cigar. Like, Billy, like, peers out the win- sliding glass window. I thought his dad was, like, dead or just... 
<laughs> asleep on the porch. Okay, no. He was puffing a cigar, and Billy goes out, and his dad says, you know, Billy, I really thought that you would be excited to want to take over the family business. This would give you happiness and security. It's done all of those things for me. I just want the best for you, and I really think that you should give the furniture business a shot, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And... Billy says, okay, Dad, I'll try it out. I'll try out Campbell and Son. <laughs> so then we cut to... Sandy has coming home blitz. No! What? <laughs> Why do you keep doing this? Then we get... Oh, they have to sleep. <laughs> yes! Right. Then, then yeah. oh, Allison's, Allison's in her room. Allison is in her comfort room. Okay, robe. and was it weird to you that Billy's mom was like... Allison, I just want you to know that it is absolutely fine that you sleep in a bed with Billy in my house. Mm-hmm. Just feel comfortable. My daughters lived with men as well before they got married. Uh, not really. My mom said that to us. No, basically. She, no, your mom said that we were living in sin. Oh yeah, <laughs> but she. But she also. I love you, mom. But she also let us sleep in the same bed before we were married. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know why you have to make like an announcement about it. I guess. Well, yeah, we are not seeing things eye to eye this episode. No, no. <laughs> like, at all. We disagree. I can't wait till this show gets like, for real. For real, for real. Yeah. Well, so, Allison has a lot of reservations in, with sleeping in the same bed as Billy. Yeah, because Billy sleeps in the loosest boxers ever. <laughs> I can't believe we haven't seen his dick yet. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and they do this shot from like the knees yeah, up they on do. him. They're like hoping we see uh, <laughs> Billy Dick. I can't do it. <laughs> and he's just like, go ahead. It's okay. Well, I don't bite. It's like, bro, you are naked. You are naked. Well, Allison wears her entire robe and goes to sleep with her arms crossed across her chest. And I'm sure, like, yeah, Billy's like totally platonic with with Allison, but I mean, you are a grown man and child. I love that Allison says this is my worst nightmare. <laughs> I'm surprised Billy doesn't take toys to bed. He's a kid. <laughs> and But you know what? It's sweet. He does say that he just doesn't want to break his dad's heart. So he did agree to give the business a shot. So, I mean, I get where Billy's coming from. You don't yeah. want to disappoint your parents. No, you don't. You definitely don't. Now, then we go to your yeah. favorite scene. Sandy strolls into the courtyard of Melrose Place, and she's hysterically laughing at nothing. (laughs) Guys. And she's hammered. Guys, she saunters into Melrose Place like a maniacal Disney villain. I am not not kidding. She really does. Like, she really does that. And then Jake, like, he was listening at the door, opens up his door, like, just waiting to, like, date rape the shit out of Sandy. Stop it! He's like, hey, Sandy, what are you doing? And so they start talking. Jake proposes to uh, skinny dip with her for a midnight swim. And she says, you had your chance, Jake! You had your chance! (laughs) And she just goes off laughing into the night. Yes. Uh, Then we go back to Palm Springs. 
And Billy is... Is it Palm Springs? No, we're back at Melrose we're, Place. Yeah, that wasn't clear to me that, that Honey, they were back Honey, the exterior shot was a sign that says Melrose Place. I can't lie. I'm what? just... I'm checking out with Billy. Why seats. are you doing this? I can't look at Billy anymore. Okay, well, Billy is wearing a tie. He's getting ready for his first day of work at his parents' furniture store. And you really didn't watch this. Yeah. So, um, oh, and like <laughs> they keep talking about how like it's in your genes, Billy. You're to be a good salesman, dude. I had this like and they're like, talking about like a furniture salesman is like you're destined to be a surgeon or you have your yeah. the next great pianist. It's like Billy, furniture salesman is in your blood. This is what you must do. You this is your birthright. But they. The quality they're they're tiptoeing around is like the ability to lie to everyone, because Billy is a fantastic liar, and that's what like that's what you have to be to be a salesman. Because all he's doing is lying to these people. Remember, even at the store, oh. at the store, he's like, "Oh, I'm a I have that color in my in my apartment." Yeah, okay. Well, he's just you, a fucking liar, Billy. No, you. <laughs> You need to get off Billy. Like, you are really not feeling him. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't like him this episode. So, I, I hope he turns around. Okay. So, he's getting ready to go to the job, and Allison is like, Billy, if this is going to make you miserable, why are you doing this? And he says, well, because this is for my dad. What you, would you do for your dad? And then that's when Allison kind of looks at him and says, well, I guess we had different experiences. Yeah. Kind of alluding to the fact that her dad maybe wasn't a stand-up guy. Oh, yes. I just got a light bulb again. Yeah. Allison's dad is bad news. Well, we will save that for later. So we're at the (sighs) furniture store now. Okay. Okay. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Wow. Um, Billy is getting fabric swatches for a potential client, and um, that that this is what you're talking about, Dan. Yeah, he like lies to him and says that he has the same fabric in, at his place, but he doesn't. And that's when his dad's like, "Billy, you've got the gift. It's in yeah. your genes." And I'm like, "Furniture what? salesman is your future." And I'm like, "What gift? He just lied to them." <laughs> So they glorify his lying. Okay. Um, so, boom. We're off to the Mancini's. Michael is repaired with one leg, making dinner. He is trying his damnedest to be the doting husband so that Jane, who shows no signs of pregnancy, is on, uh, you know, is resting and, and, and taken care of. Well, it's in the beginning stages. So he's cooking Jane dinner and... Jane's all excited, and he's got this big pot of veggies going, and he takes the pot off of the stovetop, turns around, and because he he has a foot in a cast, because he, I guess, sprained his ankle or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, he has crutches, and he's trying to, like, walk with the crutches while carrying this huge, massive pot of veggies. 
Of course, he drops the veggies. Um, and then I don't know how this happened. Yeah, well, I don't. But he had a dish towel in his hand and it caught on fire. I don't think any science can explain what happened in that <laughs> like, kitchen. How did that happen? So Jane rushes in. She takes the faucet and starts like squirting water all over Michael. Yeah, and Michael's then, hand. Michael gets hands get burned. And then he falls. He falls. It's like like seriously like slapstick comedy yeah and then jane uh after hosing michael down with the kitchen uh sink sprayer is just like okay i'm gonna go get us quarter pounders be right back (laughs) and just leaves him on the ground with like this huge mess in pain poor guy yeah agreed so we jump to Rhonda being jealous again or Billy. No. Back to Billy. No, 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 no. You're in the right scene. But you are like, why do you? You're, you're always Sorry. messing with Rhonda and Billy. Rhonda and Billy, you're on my naughty list at this point. You got to do something cool, and I will stop hating on well, your characters. No. Rhonda is running lines with Sandy, and um, they, they kind of get into it, and she tells Sandy that she has a swelled head. Mm-hmm. And um, she says that you throw your friends away like a wad of used toilet paper. And Sandy, right now, does not need this. She has, she's shooting in a couple of minutes. Yeah. Just to go. But I kind of get where Rhonda's coming from. No. You'd be supportive. Yeah. You'd be supportive, not And she jealous. is. She's running her lines with her. Yeah, but she's running them monotone, like... Oh, Sandy, please don't. And then she adds lines in that aren't in there about being... She's like, you'll look like a great murder victim. (laughs) And like, red's your best color. I hope you get stabbed good. (laughs) Like, that is fucking mean. Rhonda, you are mean. That's not friendly. Well... She took some shots at her. The conversation escalates, and it basically results in Sandy saying, I'm going to move out. I don't want to live with you anymore. I don't need this. You're not my friends. Like, I don't need this from you now. And um, we end on a pretty bad note with them. And that's what Rhonda screams, screams out the door and says, Break a leg, baby! Yeah. So now we're off to the set, the set of the sh- the movie. Oh yeah! And um, it's a sm- it's smoky. It's in the woods. Uh, she she like uh, Sandy's like walking around and she sees a dead body, screams, then kind of perches up on the tree, and then boom, she's confronted by the killer who looks like a. Uh, like my a bloody, Michael my Myers, like my, I think it's bloody, my bloody Valentine, but yeah. like a mashup of that. Yeah, and uh, she gets really scared, and like the scene's great. They cut, but uh, the pushy director from earlier has um, some some creative uh, writing. She wants to see it a different way. Yeah, she wants those tits out. <laughs> so she says. Without even asking Sandy's permission, and this isn't in Sandy's contract, she says, great, but next time I want you to go up to her and with your knife, I want you to cut open her blouse and then expose her. So Sandy overhears this and she's like, um, excuse me, 
I didn't agree to nudity. Like, I don't want to take my top off. And the director levels with her and says, look, honey, you think you're the only blonde here that has any integrity? There's tons of other girls who are waiting to replace you. If you don't want to do it, I'll do this scene a different day and recast you. Which is true. Would you do it? I'd probably do it. If they were like... <laughs> you like, show your tits. That, that, if they were like, you have to... Let's try it, but like you have to show your butt and your, and your dick. I'd be like... I'm here. <laughs> Gotta get paid. Well, I don't. I'd be like, I think it's good exposure. Ooh, get it? Oh, dun, dun. <laughs> I don't. Okay, I you, don't. Would you, you wouldn't do it. I don't know because uh, I, I think know. like that would be something that would be negotiated in your contract way ahead of time. Don't you think? I guess I don't know how it works, but yeah, I don't think you can just ask that of an actor yeah i'm not against nudity in film but i don't think anybody would want to see that on me i just tell them this, <laughs> this costs extra <laughs> it costs the extra it costs extra <laughs> okay so um we leave that scene with sandy a close-up on sandy's face and she's terrified and we see the killer popping open her buttons and the director's like great sandy great more fear keep those tears flowing and it's like she's being sexually assaulted which isn't cool in her eyes yeah does billy call somebody a bitch uh Yes, but that happens after Sandy is packing up and she's deciding to move to the hills. Rhonda comes in and sees her packing up her whole room and she's like, well, where are you going? And Sandy said, well, I told you this morning I'm moving out. I talked to some people on set. They told me about this great deal in the hills. So I'm moving. And Rhonda's like, look, I tried to be supportive. I don't want you to go. Um, but if you've got to do this, things are happening really fast for you and, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do yeah so then we're at the furniture store and billy is assisting a very difficult customer right who also plays jerry seinfeld's mother in seinfeld and they're having a disagreement because billy keeps insisting that their furniture store offers genuine discounts but the customer is saying that there's no such thing as a discount you just mark up the prices and then put it at the regular price and you just say it's a discount right so billy pretty much gives her a piece of his mind and she's like well look i'm gonna I'm leaving. Billy's dad tries to intervene and um, she says that he has a very rude salesperson working for him. Right. And which is true. Billy is a very rude <laughs> individual. <laughs> He's immature. Oh my he God. Should, okay. He should not be working there. So Billy's dad wants him to apologize and he refuses. And he has, like, the lady has walked away three steps and billy's like what a bitch like as loud as he can of course the customer heard him so billy billy quits here he quits yeah he of does of course he quits he says you know dad i can't do this this is a bad idea and i gotta go so he's out of there he's out of there now we're off to sandy who needs a fresh start uh she's rolling out and then jake shows up and he's like he grabs her arm he's like where the hell are you going you know what that that was really rough. It, well, Jake is a rough guy. Well, Sandy has all of her bags. She's walking out the doors of Melrose Place. And 
Jake walks Jake up playing. to her and grabs her arm and is like, Sandy, where are you off to? Jake ain't playing, man. He ain't playing. Jake demands your attention. So Sandy tells Jake that she needs a new start and, and she, she she doesn't know who she is. Yeah, she doesn't know where the act ends and the real Sandy begins. And that's why she needs to get out and make new friends and start this cycle all over again. Right. Now we go to D&D. Right? Yes. Sandy reveals to Jake that, that they wanted her to take off her top and expose her breasts. But she says that she just couldn't do it. And that she didn't want to li- live that life and she had to get out of there. Right, 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 right. We reveal that Sandy does have a conscience and she didn't go through with it. So Jake says, Sandy, you can't walk out. You can't get away. Like, you can't run away from your life. Which is true. Yeah. You can't. Jake's tried to outrun his life on his motorcycle time and time again. And look where that gets him. Right back to old Melrose Place. Right back to MP. Right. So, Billy shows up at Allison's work again. Yeah, and Billy, you can't just go (laughs) jumping around on people's desks. Well, he does. (laughs) He goes to Allison's work and delivers the news that he just can't work at his dad's furniture store. And she's proud of him that he went with his heart and Mm -hmm. that, you know, he had to do what was right for him. Hey, Allison, just popping by. I want to let you know I quit. You could wait till I get home in six hours to tell me that, Billy. Yeah, thanks a lot, Billy. Okay. I always picture Billy with like a bag of grapes, like a sandwich bag. Like he got packed a snack. So like (laughs) what would have made this scene a lot better is if Billy like strolls in, like maybe whistling, and then he jumps up on the desk and he starts popping grapes out of his little sandwich bag. Hey, Allison. Just want to let you know I quit. I just, I don't know. Okay, so we're back at the Mancini residence, and Jane is cooking, which is a good thing. And she says, pasta Mancini coming up. And And Michael's not hungry. Yeah, he's not hungry. He's like, I don't know, Jane. He's really nervous that that the the new baby is going to change the dynamic of their relationship. Yeah, and Jane's basically like, look, everything's going to be fine. You're going to be a great dad. And he asks her, why are you so... And <laughs> Dan's shaking his head like, no, he's No, not. he ain't. <laughs> no, he ain't. And Jane says, I'm so wise because I'm going to be somebody's mom. Right. And uh, then Sandy has a change of heart. So Ron She's is doing some crunches. Some, some like weird crunches. <laughs> like- Let me explain to you how weird, <laughs> weird these crunches are. There was some weird music going and on. really like sexual kind yeah, of. Yeah, she was doing some rhythmic breathing. <laughs> it was like a Lamaze crunch. The Lamaze crunch. Yeah. So Sandy barges in and she's like, hey, I'm going to live here again if you have me. Had a change of heart. And Sandy does, uh, she does confess that she's an unbalanced personality. Mm-hmm. Which anybody that can drop that accent that quickly, I would say that is true. Yeah. She, the whole time, she's like, I don't know who I am. And then I'm like, oh, well, is that why you had a southern accent for, <laughs> for the last four episodes? So Billy goes to the, his dad's store and he peers into the window and 
Dad's there working late, crunching the numbers late. of the furniture it's store. Really late. Late enough to lock the doors. <laughs> yeah, and it's dark outside. Uh, then Billy says his life is not about furniture. <laughs> and that's okay. It's okay with us. Um, so that's basically it for Billy. I mean, he's just he just makes up with his dad, basically. And his dad's like, okay, son, you don't have to work here. And I'll change the name of the store. No problem. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you don't have to change the name. Yeah. It can be Campbell and Sons and you don't have your son working for you. Right. Like, well, I was the son. So we're back at Melrose Place, and Allison is BBQing. On that disgusting grill. <laughs> like, you guys got to get a new grill. You have a doctor who works there. Allison, you have a pretty good job. Like, maybe you all should just chip in. Like, Sandy's working. Jake's working now. Maybe chip in. Get a new grill. <laughs> That grill is gross. <laughs> well, Billy comes up, thanks Allison for everything that she had done, you know, with this family. And Allison says, well, I assume you cleared up everything with your family that we're not a couple. And Billy's like, well, we have a big party in August on a houseboat. And I think maybe that'll be the good time that we tell them that we're not a couple. More affirmation that Billy is a pathological liar <laughs> and unapologetic about it. The guy can't stop lying. So that's how we leave this episode. Yeah, and they're, they're like playfully bantering. And she's like, give me your phone number to your parents. I'm going to call them and tell them. And he's like, give me the phone. I'll give you the number. <laughs> it's like, what? Oh, I just can't. I, I don't even want to. I don't want to be a fly on the wall in there. Oh, why? I just, I can't do it. So the credits roll, and that's the end of the episode. So what's the recap here? What are the major plot points that happened? Um, we got Billy going to Palm Springs with Allison, and the and then his transition into Campbell and Sons salesman. Sandy booking the big job, and then having to walk away because she couldn't do the nudity that they wanted. Right, and then we have sort of a subplot of Michael sort of uh, on edge about the baby, the baby arrival. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. So, what are your predictions for the upcoming episodes? Um. Well, I, you know, I've said many times that I have seen bits and pieces of this show. And I know that Sandy leaves. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to leave this episode. Mm-hmm. I did I too. really, really did. So I think she's she's almost gone. I, th- I, I, I wonder if she'll even be in the next one. I think I she know. will be. But yeah, when she said she was back, I was like, what? I thought that was your, your swan song. <laughs> but yeah, so I think Sandy's gone. And um, I'm still calling it. We lose that baby soon. I, I want the, I mean I want them to get to to that storyline more. Yeah. I don't want it to be just a little something. You? I think that there's some foreshadowing especially about Allison's dad. Um that one line just saying that they that her and Billy didn't have good experiences or the same experiences with their their fathers. Um I don't remember 
anything about Allison's dad, but uh, I think that that could really set up like a crazy storyline. I think you're onto something. <laughs> I also think that Allison and Billy are going to be dating. So when the houseboat party comes around, they're not going to have to lie about it because they will really be a couple. And I think Sandy might leave to do porn. What? <laughs> 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 she might have a change of heart. That's and when awesome. she can't book any more jobs, she's going to say, you know, I know one thing I can do. I can pull my tits out. <laughs> That's awesome. So this was called My Way. Oh, 90s moment. Oh, sorry. My 90s moment. Tell me yours. Was the call waiting line yeah just the fact that they have a house phone yeah i think you see that less and less these days where people actually have house phones um i loved in the beginning where they were talking about magazines breeding and there was l magazines and la style everywhere Mm -hmm. um that's another i'm afraid dying breed going out is just any kind of like printed publications uh, I know that you you get that stuff online these days. Yeah. What is the lesson? Oh, the lesson. Well, um, I don't know. I would say that these guys are... The lesson is probably what I would retitle the this episode. Okay. To thine own self be true. Because I think all of the characters learned that they had to be true to themselves... Billy didn't want to be a furniture salesman, so he tried it out and decided that he's way off being better being a cab driver and trying to be a writer. Um, I think we learned that Sandy thought that she wanted to be this actress, but once faced with the difficult decision to do nudity, she decided to go with her gut and walk away instead of giving in. Uh, And then even Allison wanting to tell the truth to the parents about their relationship status. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I think the lesson here is that you can't pretend to be something you're not. And like you said, Billy tried to be the salesman. He's not. Sandy tried to be an actress. She's not. Michael tried to be a good husband. <laughs> Guess what, guys? He's not. He ain't. <laughs> he ain't. That's a little foreshadowing. He's he tried way too hard to be cool with Jane. And so what would you retitle it? My retitle is Do You. Do You. Do You. Just go ahead and do you. And that's a good place to end, guys. You yeah. do you too. Go ahead and do yourselves and do somebody else. And you know what? Do yourselves a favor and like us on Facebook. Yeah. Leave us a review on iTunes. And follow us on the grams and twits. Woohoo! At, at Melrose Pod. Our email is melrosepod at gmail.com. We read all our emails and we'll answer all of your questions. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>